Thank you for listening to WNLA's Sermon of the Week. Visit our website at wnla.church for ways to partner with us and to connect with our ministries. Here is this week's sermon.
church. Hey, we are excited to see you. We've got great things in store for today. Amen. Do you guys believe that? Oh, hey, hey, okay. God is in incredible, and he's got good things in store. So we, uh, we have some announcements, so we want to play, so if we can turn your attention to the screen. Thank you. Look at that. <laughs> DJ Cupcake, you cracked me up, buddy. That's right. So listen, this is important. WNLA now. Next Sunday, that is one week from today, if you show up at 2290 Main Street in Ferndale at our church building, nobody's going to be there because we are doing church right here in Custer, Washington at my house. The address is 2200 Willie's Lake Road. And that's right there on the screen right here, right over Cupcake's face. So right here in my backyard, we are gonna set up, right where that deer is, we're gonna have a stage over there with some uh, with our speakers. We're gonna have worship, we're gonna have the word, and you're gonna bring a lawn chair. That is very important to bring a lawn chair because we're not providing chairs for you. We love you. I guess just not enough to bring chairs. What do you think about that, DJ Cupcake? I think that sounds fair. All right, <laughs> He's just, I'm gonna keep this guy around. You're just gonna show up once in a while to help me out. We also, right over there, is I have a swimming pool, and if you are interested in baptism, this is the day to sign up for that. Talk to Pastor Zeb.
talk to Pastor Tony. You could also uh, talk to uh, anybody on the staff or email office at wnla.church. Let us know that you're interested. Bring a swimsuit, bring a towel, and we will do baptism as part of that. Immediately following the service, what's happening? You tell me. Exactly. I like this kid. We are going to have a barbecue and a potluck right here. We're going to hang out for a couple hours till about 2 o'clock or so. So you need to bring a dish to share with you next Sunday. And we're going to provide hot dogs and, and some drinks. But you need to bring a dish to share, a lawn chair, show up, and just enjoy a beautiful day with our church family. DJ Cupcake, are there any other announcements we need to know? Hmm. Oh, I remember. There's movie night. All right, movie night. When is it? Uh, I forgot the date. <laughs> There's movie night from August 5th from 7.30 to 9. 7.30 to 9, does that sound right? Yes, I think you're right. Everybody's invited August 5th to our movie night. We've got other things, the back to school blessing. It's going to be amazing. DJ Cupcake, will you be there at the movie night? Oh, you bet I will. Okay. DJ Cupcake, before we go, can you share with us one of your famous cupcake kind of jokes? Yes, I sure can. What do you call an island populated by cupcakes? Uh, I don't know. What do you call an island populated by cupcakes? A deserted island. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you, DJ Cupcake. I've been Andy Fox. And I'm DJ Cupcake. And you've been watching WNLA. Now get it in here, get it in here. Yeah, hey, if you guys don't watch, I'm going to bring my VBS uh, energy out here. I'm going to be, let's hear it for the right side. Let's hear it for the left side. All right, I have one more announcement to make, okay? I didn't get it in in time, but this coming Wednesday will be our first Wednesday at Youth Group that we are welcoming our sixth graders. So if you're an incoming sixth grader or you know an incoming sixth grader, invite them this Wednesday to Youth Group, 6.30 here in the Youth Room. It is going to be amazing. Um, and with that, I'm going to invite up the incredible Pastor Zeb. Yeah. Yay, thank you. So, just a reminder, next Sunday, 10 a.m. at the Fox's house, 2200 Willie's Lakes Road. The address is up there. And uh, 10 a.m., one service. We're going to have a lot of fun together. And there's a pool to get baptized. So, if you have not been baptized, uh, talk to us, and it will be fantastic. Um, as you kind of saw, we, we, uh, we had VBS this week. If you didn't see the decorations last week, they were incredible. Guys, we had over 50 people volunteer for our church. That's awesome. We had uh, 68 kids come throughout the week. That was incredible. We had close to 30 salvations. So it was an incredible time, a ton of people. It was, it was so much fun, and there was a tangible energy that we are excited about. So be praying for those families. Be praying for um, all the kids that accepted Jesus. And it was honestly an extension of our church. So thank you for praying for us. Thank you for supporting us, and thank you for giving of your time. Here is a quick video to give you a synopsis of what the wheat looked like. Mm -hmm. la, 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 la. 
people gathered round to hear what Jesus had to say. And as the sun was sinking down, all of their bellies start to ache. They gave what they had, the Lord multiplied. There's more than enough, cause Jesus provided. So yes, we had an incredible time. Um, the kids raised $900 that week. There's a, there's a family up there. The Stovers are missionaries we support as a church. They are in Malali, Africa. They were doing uh, some Chi Alpha ministry, but now they are helping uh, teach sustainable gardening to locals. And so they're actually, they, they showed a video to the kids. We were able to send, thank you, Jesus, for technology. We sent a couple videos back and forth, and they showed what um, uh, traditional gardening plans were and then what sustainable gardening plans were. So they're, they're helping the community to have sustainable gardening. So we raised $900, which was incredible. I was super excited about that. Which is why Tony was a pizza, and my challenge for you guys today is if we match that, if we can raise $900 between our two services, Tanner will be a pizza at the end of second service. So, um, first service, you guys can come back for second service. We're going to videotape it and post it as well. But we want to bless the Stovers, and I'm like, hey, if our kids can raise $900, we, we could do that in a day. So, we're going we're gonna to take an offering, and then we're going to take an offering in second service. Afterwards, if we match $900, thank you, Jesus, we totally will. Uh, we've got all the supplies right there, a bag of pepperoni, some sauce, tanner. will become a pizza out front in second service. So, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to pass the buckets. Yes, we're passing buckets. If you give online, there's this little sheet of paper is in front of you, and so you can write on that and then stick it in the bucket because that's, that way we can track for a total. So you can either give cash or check in the bucket. If you give online, if you can write on the sheet of paper, that way we can add it to our total. Um, that way we can make sure we get, um, have a good tracking. So I'm going to pray, and we're going to pass the buckets, and then we're going to have the kids and the youth come up and do a song. So Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for the opportunity to be generous. Father, we pray over the Stovers. We thank you for what they were doing. Father, we pray for more open doors. And uh, Father, thank you for providing favor. And thank you, Jesus, for a blessing over them. In Jesus' name, amen.
All right. They um, didn't ask me to do this, but I want everyone to stand up while we do this song. Because if we can get the little kids excited for Jesus, I think that you guys can be excited for Jesus. So youth and kids, come on up. We're going to do our favorite song from VBS. Checky check. They told me that we weren't doing greeting time, but this is just an awkward transition. <laughs> so I'm going to make you say hello to a few people. You don't have to travel across the church. Just turn, say hi. How are your mana moves? And how quickly can you spell the word quail? <laughs> As you're doing that, please stand. We're going to get ourselves ready 
to uh, continue those actions. Man, we need some actions. Well, church, we hope you're warmed up there. We have been in a series about sound mind, and I just want to remind us, a couple weeks ago, Jeremy Schwader was here and talked about preparing the way in prayer. We're going to open with a song that talks about how we battle as the people of God. It is not with our words directed at others. Are, are we battle? in the spirit on our knees in prayer. And that is where we want to remind ourselves to be. So we're going to sing about that. We ask you to join us. Go ahead and stand up with us. And uh, let's get going. Yeah. Sing when all I see. When all I see is a battle you see my victory when all I see is a mountain you see a mountain move and as I walk through the shadow your love surrounds me there's nothing to for I am safe with you. Sing, so when I fight, so when I fight, I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I sing You shine in the shadows, you in 
nothing can stand against the power of our almighty fortress. Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows. for that song, hey? I don't know. You can make them up. Send a video in, okay? Woo! Yeah. Oh, we serve a God who is good. The Psalms say we'll see his goodness in the land of the living. So it's not just goodness we're waiting for the other side of heaven. We'll see his goodness here on earth as it is in heaven. And it's his goodness and his kindness that leads us to repentance. So we're going to sing this song declaring the goodness of God, and you know it. But may he just remind you as we're singing this how he's been good to you. Stir up an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness. Let the king of my heart be the mountain where I run, the fountain I drink from, oh, he is my song. Let the king of my heart be the shadow where I hide, the ransom for my life, oh, he is my song, because you are good, good. Oh, he 
you're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. And you're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. And you're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. Sing it again, you're never. Cause you're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. And you're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. And you're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. Cause you are good, you're good. Love endures 
anything in any situation. And he is present with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. We sing that, we think about that at Christmas, but Zeb, it's an all year thing. Is with us. God is here with us. He is here and He is for us. And so, in light of that, in light of the goodness and what He's done, His sacrifice for us on the cross, His resurrection from the dead that brings us life everlasting, we lay our hearts before Him in surrender because His way is better than ours. Jesus, we declare your way is better than ours. And so we can sing these words. All to Jesus I surrender all to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his prayer.
Father, we surrender. We recognize you, Father, this morning, your presence. And we call upon you and we thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness and your goodness. As we hear and we worship, Father, that these are not just merely words, but Father, heartfelt from within our hearts and our spirit, God, that we say, Father, take complete control of our lives. We surrender. We lay it down before you. And so we thank you, Father God. If you're here today, you're watching online, whatever you're walking through, I just encourage you to surrender it, just to lay it at his feet, and that you would experience peace, you would experience love. So, Father, I speak that over those here today, every one of us. Father, that there are perhaps some that are walking through doubt, some that are walking through fear, some, Father, walking through relation, relation, relationship struggles or whatever it may be, finances. God, that we would not get caught up in the moment, but, Father, we would, we would be led by your spirit and that you would speak to us and that, you, Father, we would know the voice of the Father and that we would be filled with comfort and peace knowing, God, that you have a purpose and a plan. So we surrender. I pray out of the depths of our bellies, as your word says, flows rivers, rivers of life will flow out of the depths of our bellies. Father, our spirit, God, I thank you that you are the life giver. And I speak life over everyone here today and those that are watching. Father, speak life in the name of Jesus. And I pray the joy of the Lord, God, is our strength. And so, Father... As we step out today, as we walk day to day, we continue to, Father, this would be our anthem, that, Father, we surrender. And as we say that and we speak that, we're saying, Father, we love you and we trust you in every situation. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name, you may be seated. Amen. Amen. I am uh, quite excited to share with you. I, uh, I, I feel like the Lord's got a good word for, for us today. Um, however, we also, God is doing incredible things here. Church, we've seen some awesome testimonies, and uh, we've, we filmed one a couple weeks ago, and I will be sharing after this testimony, but we want to watch this testimony because as we hear about what God is doing, as we celebrate about what God is doing, not only does that change our perspective and make us more expectant to see God do things, that builds faith in us. Impossible situations in our lives where God shows up and does miracles he can do that in every one of our lives. So we have um, a, a little longer video because it's, uh, it's translation and we, we've got an interpreter. So enjoy this video, listen with ears of faith, and then I'm going to come up and talk a little bit after that. Kevin Juan Freddy Canel. Um, soy de Guatemala. I'm from Guatemala. 
Hay una historia en la Biblia. So there's a story in the Bible. La, la historia del hijo pródigo y de, y de la oveja perdida. The story of the prodigal son. Hay una historia en la Biblia. La, la historia del hijo pródigo y de la oveja perdida. And the lost sheep. Porque eh, yo tuve la bendición de nacer en una familia cristiana. I had the blessing to be born in a, a, a Christian family. Y crecer ahí. And, and I was raised under that, those beliefs. Uh -huh. I was a police officer in Guatemala. Uh -huh. But I made some uh, bad choices. So I, I derailed myself from where I was, where I was at. Debido a todo eso, so because of all of that, mi, mi camino se desvió y I got away a little bit. Tuve, tuve una hija I had a daughter que no me hubiera encantado que hubiera nacido en, dentro de una familia eh, casada. That I would have loved to have her under the, under the, the marriage. Pero no pasó así. But it didn't happen that way. Eh, se llama Genesis her name is uh, Genesis. Porque yo creo de que es el principio de la bendición de Dios. Because I believe that that's the beginning of the blessing of the Lord. Yeah. Otra hija, se llama Samantha. And then I had another daughter, her name uh, is Samantha. Pero debido a que yo estaba alejado de Dios, mi familia se quebró. But because I was walking away from the Lord, my, my family fell apart. Tenía pequeño negocio que también quebró. I had a small business, that one broke too. Y, y estuve, y cuando pasó eso, el, el, en julio del año pasado. So when that happened in July of last year, eh, yo volví a Dios. I, I went back to God. Pero debido a que todo estaba roto. But because everything was broken, ya no hallaba cómo solucionar todo. I just... I couldn't figure it out how to fix everything. Y seis meses. And then six long mon months went by. Where I would get on my knees and, and pray the Lord, please, Lord, please restore this. Pero no pasó. But it, it didn't happen. So I couldn't find a solution because it didn't happen what I wanted to happen, but I kept telling the Lord, Lord, I don't want to live the way that I was living before. And when I didn't have anything to lose, Decidí abandonar la policía. I decided to, to leave the, the police office, officer job. Y vendí lo único que tenía. And I sold the last couple of things I had. Y vine, y vine a este país. And then I came here. Y, y cuando pasó eso, el, 
ya estaba acá. So when that happened, uh, when I came here, yo recuerdo de que vine, entré por la puerta y me vine a llorar a, al altar. So I remember coming to this church, I came through the side door and I came uh, and I cried at the altar. Y le dije, ya estoy aquí, me trajiste. And I told the Lord, I'm here, you brought me here. Ha sido bueno conmigo. You have been good with me. Y lo que sea que tú tengas preparado para mí. And whatever you have prepared for me. Te suplico de que me ayudes. I, I, I beg you, please help me. Y en junio de, del mes pasado. And uh, last, last June. I, I began to feel pretty bad el cinco de junio, on June the 5th. Y amanecí, recuerdo que amanecí un día lunes con mucha fiebre. I remember waking, waking up with a high fever, dolor de cabeza, dolor de estómago, massive headaches and massive stomach aches. Y no podía caminar. I, I couldn't even walk. Solo me tomé dos pastillas de ibuprofen. So I took two uh, ibuprofen. Y, y le dije a mi hermano que me fuera a dejar a, al trabajo. And I told my brother to take me to work. Y yo tomaba esas pastillas. So I kept taking those pills. Para sentirme bien. Pain pills to, to feel better. Pero ya después no pude hacerlo. But I, I, I just, it didn't help. Porque el dolor se intensificó. Because the pain got more and more intense. Y venía y se iba el dolor. The pain would come and go, come and go, come and go. Y ya el, pasé cuatro días así. Uh, I, I, I went, four days went by. Y el día viernes. And then on a Friday. Eh, me vine a bañar a la casa de mi hermano. I came to take a shower at my brother's house. Y yo miré mis pies y mis manos. I look at my feet and my hands. Se miraba como que si fueran de una persona muerta. And they looked like dead people's hands and feet. Blancas y frías. White and cold. Y mi hermano me dijo, estás mal. And my brother looked at me and he said, you look bad. Y me llevó al, a la emergencia. So he immediately took me to the ER. Y ya estando ahí, me... And when I was there, me que me iban a they told me they would, uh, they would keep me in. Y me a sacar para hacer unos they started running some tests. Y como el dolor en el estómago, and because the pain was in my stomach, me una they took a CT scan. Me dijeron, y ya me dijeron a las 10, eso a las 9 y 10 de la noche me dijeron. And around 9 or 10 o'clock at night. De que posiblemente era una infección o cáncer. They told me that I possibly had an infection or cancer. Y me dijeron que me iban a quedar. And so they told me they were, they were going to keep, keep me that night. Y pasé la noche ahí. And, and I spent the night there. El sábado en la mañana me volvieron a hacer otra tomografía. And then they, they ran some more tests on Saturday morning. Y a eso de las 10 de la mañana. Around 10 o'clock in the morning. Me llegó una enfermera y se sentó frente a mí. A nurse came back and she sat down right in front of me. Me dijo que lo sentía mucho que yo tenía cáncer. She said she, she, she really, 
she felt really bad by that I had cancer. Que no, que no, que no le gustaba darme esa noticia. And that she didn't wanted to give me those those news. Y yo solo me puse a llorar. And I just started crying. Y le decía a Dios, no quiero morir. And I kept telling the Lord, God, I don't want to die. Quiero volver a casa. I want to go back home. Pero quiero que, que mis hijas, quiero verlas cantar, quiero verlas adorar. I want to see my daughters uh, worshiping you and singing. Por favor. Please, Lord. Y pasó el sábado y allá ya me había resignado que tenía cáncer. So uh, all Saturday went by and I just I had, a, had to accept it that I, that I had cancer. And I said, well, I'm, I'm here and that's probably why you brought me here. Uh, the medicine in this country is better. That happened. And then they told me that they were going to run a uh, do a colonoscopy. Para ver cuánto tiempo tenía mi eso. To see how long I I've had that. Y yo llamé a mi papá. Oh, that day I called my dad. Y le dije de que lo que me había pasado. I told him I told him what uh, what had happened. Y oró por mí. He prayed for me. Y me dijo de que que no tuviera pena que Dios iba a hacer la obra. And he said to should not worry about it, that uh, the Lord was going to do uh, the miracle. And then on Sunday morning, everything came back, the, the headaches, the fever, uh, the, the stomach aches. And I, I started to cry again. I cried and I said, Lord, please, please. And when I was crying, I saw when someone came to me. And he told me, you're not going to make it out of here. And I, I just went back to crying again. I, I went back to sleep around five in the morning. And so when I woke up, the first thing I did was to, to get on my knees. And I started to pray again. And I told the Lord that he had opened the waters in the past. That he had told Hezekiah that he was going to die in 15 days. And he cried and he begged. And then the prophet came and told him that he would give him more time. 
And the prophet came back and told him that he was going to give him more days to live. I knew he could do that with me. And after that, I, I felt peace. And la misma enfermera que llegó a decirle un día antes de que tenía cáncer. And so uh, that day, the same nurse that came had come before to tell me that I had cancer. Llegó y se puso a reír conmigo. She came and she started laughing with me. Y me dijo, son bien misteriosos. And she told me, you're a mysterious, mysterious guy. No hay nada en ti. There's nothing in you. La masa que estaba en ti ya no está. The mass that, that, that was in you is not there anymore. Pero necesitamos hacer más, más estudios para ver qué está pasando. But we need to run more tests to, to figure it out, find out what's going on. Ya no te vamos a dar medicina. We're not going to give you any more medicine. Vamos a ver qué pasa. And we'll see what happens. Y, y ya no me dieron nada. And so they didn't give me anything. Y, pero yo, but I... Yo le decía a Dios de que I kept telling the Lord that He gracias por todo. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Y pasó el domingo. And Sunday went by. Yo ya me sentía mejor. I was starting to feel better. Y el lunes. And then on Monday. A la noche de la mañana me dijeron que podía ir a casa. At 8 o'clock in the morning they told me that I, that I could go home. Me dijeron de que tenía, tenía que el 6 de julio tenía una cita a la cual no fui. They, they told me that I had an appointment on, on July the 6th that I, I didn't even go to. Because I, I don't need that anymore. But there is something that has always uh, marked my life. And it's the story of the uh, prodigal son. Because when I, when I got away from God, he fought and fought me until he brought me back home. And even though that I wanted to run away on, on my own, Dios me God uh, kept me. me abrazó. He hugged me. Y me cuidó. He, he took care of me. Y los me de que tenía and when the doctors told me that, that I had cancer, <laughs> él solo me he, just, he just took care of me. Gracias a Dios por and I, I, I thank the Lord for that. <laughs> and that's it. Church, that's the Jesus we serve. Amen? Can, can we get a, a little more excited about that? Do we, do we believe that the Lord has good things for us? That, that's going to be the heart of what I want to talk about today. The sound mind, part two, the power of hope. Jesus, thank you for your promises. 
Jesus, thank you that you continue to show up. Father, I pray that you open up our hearts. Father, I pray that you speak to us. Thank you that your Holy Spirit can speak regardless of anything that happens. Father, I pray that we receive more of your revelation. And Father, I pray that we apply that to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, last week, we, t- we started a series called The Sound Mind, talking about the importance of putting our, our mask on first, the importance of reading God's word, the importance of having that be the lens that everything that comes off, if we get ourselves in the word of God, anything can, can just slide off us when we know what truth is, when we know what love is. I feel like we have been so inundated with uh, lies, with stress, with half-truths, we don't even know what freedom looks like. Do, I want to cast a picture. Can you imagine freedom for you? Can you imagine hope for you? Can you imagine the goodness of God for you? I am confident of this. I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Kevin just experienced it. Church, we get to experience it every day on different levels. Can we believe that we see the goodness of God? John 10.10 John 10 says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that you may have life and have it to the full. Oh, do we believe that we can have life to the fullness? Oh, Jesus, yes. Our, our beliefs are going to define what we experience. So if we believe that we get life to the half full, that's what we're going to receive. That's what we're going to perceive. Jesus is going to continue to pour out his goodness. He's going to continue to pour out his presence as we say, okay, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you for fullness. What does that look like? It looks like Jesus. It looks like his presence. Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. What does fullness of joy actually look like? I don't know. It looks like Jesus. Like, yes, it looks like joy and celebration, but we're talking about fullness of joy as in a mindset. Fullness of joy as in being able to receive whatever news and say, hey, I know what truth is. There's fullness of joy. There are some people in our church that I look up to, the fact that they can hold on to truth and they can hold on to promises, the life circumstances that they've gone through, and they say, my God is still good. Regardless of what we go through, the truth says, the Bible says, there is fullness of joy. Amen? Romans fifteen thirteen says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Overflow with hope. The, the Passion Translation says it like this, Now may, may God, the fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with the superabundance until you radiate with hope. Overflowing with hope. Radiating with hope. Christians, brothers, sisters, sons and daughters, like that's what it looks like to follow Jesus is to overflow with hope. If we don't have hope, What's the perspective? Why are we following Jesus? Honestly, it it, it boils like when we go through whatever circumstance it is, the Bible says we get to have fullness of joy. We get to have perfect peace. We get to be overflowing with hope. Overflowing. If this is not your reality, you're you're in the right spot because this is what the reality is. We will pray for you. You can say, Jesus, help me. In his presence is fullness of joy. Church, can, can, we, uh, can we live this out? 
I believe that, that regardless of what we go through, these are the truths that we get to hold on to, overflowing with hope. God does allow hard things to come our way. He doesn't send them. He doesn't orchestrate them, but he does allow them. He allows us, and, and the New Testament talks about that's something we get to expect. But regardless of what we go through, can we walk in perfect peace? Can we walk in the fullness of joy? Can we walk with an overflowing of hope, regardless of what we go through? Church, this, this is his promises. Romans 14, 17 says, The kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy by the power of the Holy Spirit. We believe that when Jesus rose again 2,000-some years ago, that he gave us access to the kingdom of heaven like never before. We get to have access to that righteousness, peace, and joy today. Yes, we do. We get to have access to that. We also believe that the kingdom of heaven is here, but it won't fully come until we get to heaven. But that's not going to stop me from running after his fullness. That's not going to stop me from declaring that his righteousness, peace, and joy is alive today. Church, we, we need that hope. We need to, to realize what he's offered us, that, that that's actually what we get to walk into. We, uh, we are no foreigners to what the world offers us. If you can think about the, the antonyms of what righteousness, peace, and joy are, there's, there's lots of them. Um, the first ones that come to mind would be sin, anxiety, depression. That's, that's, what, that's what the kingdom of this world offers us. And we are so familiar with that. We are, we are so comfortable with that. We, we get to experience that all the time. But what is the kingdom of heaven? Righteousness, peace, and joy. Do we, do we realize how those truths, do we realize how those freedoms can, can affect us? That we actually get to walk in perfect peace. Like, that's good news. The, the, the belief that there's perfect peace for you, that transforms the way you look at things. It really does. Overflowing with hope. We've a, have you tasted righteousness, peace, and joy? Do you believe that that's for you? You, you might have heard it. You might have grown up in church and say, yep, I know that that's for me. This could be your first time hearing that as well. But just because we say it, just because we've heard it, doesn't mean we actually believe it. If you see a super rickety chair, you don't actually believe, I don't actually believe that that, that will hold my weight. So I'm going to uh, sit down very, very comfortably, very not put my weight on it, because I don't believe that chair is going to hold my weight. When I see one of these chairs, if I see a couch, I'm going to flop on it because I believe that that chair can hold my weight. Just because we can repeat something, just because we've heard something, doesn't mean we actually believe it. When we have the belief that there is perfect peace for you, there's chaos going on, I'm walking in perfect peace. I'm walking in righteousness. I'm walking in the fullness of joy. That's what the kingdom of God has to offer us. That's our inheritance. That's what we get to experience every day, church. Do we know what that looks like for us? Um, Brittany and I have been reading some books by Bodhi Thaney. Thank you, Josh Braun, for getting us on that. There's quite a few books in there. And um, there's a quote in, in there that's been haunting me. And it's from the book Jerusalem Heart. It's about this, uh, um, it's from this girl who, she's in Jerusalem right now. And she survived World War II. And there's some rockets going off. So I'm going to read this and then talk a little bit about it. The heavens declare the glory of God. A lovely image, isn't it? 
For a time after that, Lori had worshipped beneath star-filled skies and shared in the Eucharist Christ of creation's power. But the day came when the glory, love, and beauty of the Creator turned distant and cold. She lost the sense of awe that was as natural as breathing for a childlike heart. Without the oxygen of praise, her hope had shriveled, hardened, and dried. When was it she had begun to believe that she walked alone through life? That the world was a fearful place? That beauty, joy, beauty and joy were illusions, accidents of nature, doomed in the end to be overcome by darkness? When her father was imprisoned by the Nazis, when she was separated from Jacob, perhaps she had chosen hardness over love in order to survive. Much easier not to believe, much easier not to feel. Yet the music and stars awakened the longing again. Has, has your love grown cold? Does your heart desire Jesus? Do you think that joy and beauty are just an illusion? Have you been so, so surrounded by depression, anxiety, the things that the world has to offer? Or is hope alive inside of you? Do you actually believe for you that there is goodness? Do you actually believe for you that Jesus loves you, that he really, really loves you? Do you believe his promise that he has washed you 100% clean? That when he looks at you, he sees you white as snow because of Jesus' blood? Do you believe that? Church, that, that belief gives us freedom. That belief gives us hope. It really does. It allows us to walk in perfect peace, that hope in Jesus, actually believing his promises being able to sit down 100% and say, regardless of what's going through, I can trust your word. There is freedom in belief. Righteousness, peace, and joy. This is, this is a simplistic picture, but this is profound to me because this is how I accepted Jesus. Um, when I was five years old, during nap time, my sister and I were out on the porch, my sister who was seven, and uh, she drew a heart and she's like, hey, Zeb, this is your heart. Like, okay. And then she scribbled all over it. And she said, you have a dirty heart. Uh, okay. And, and then she turned the page. And she said, with Jesus, boom, yes. With Jesus, you can have a clean heart. You can have a brand new heart. As a five-year-old, I knew I wasn't supposed to be dirty. Jesus, I want a clean heart. I want a clean heart. That's what the gospel is for us, is a clean heart. Righteousness, peace, and joy. That's actually what we get to walk in as sons and daughters. That that is our reality. Perfect peace, fullness of joy, overflowing with hope. That's what it looks like. Genuine hope, regardless of what you're going through, that you are loved, that you have a purpose, that you have a part to play in this world. Life is so much, so much bigger than me. If my life is just focused on me, there's no joy in sharing. There's, there's no reward in generosity. There's, there's no risk if it's all about me. Life is so much bigger than us. Thank you, Jesus, that we, we have a part to play in his story. Psalms 90.12 says, teach us to realize the brevity of life, 
so that you may grow in wisdom. Our, our, our life matters, but we're playing a part of his story. It's, it's, it's not all about me. Freely I received, freely I give. I'm called to give the kingdom righteousness, peace, and joy through the power of the Holy Spirit. All we have to do is ask and start to have a conversation with Jesus, the person who knows you the most, the person who's created you from the beginning. That's all we get to do is have a conversation with him, invite him in. I just, I just want to demonstrate the power of clean cleanliness, which is not a forte of mine. So we, we go through life, we start out as pure and white. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I, I like to eat food, and sometimes I, I make messes and I spill. Yes, I do, I do, I do. And I really, like, I really like ice cream, and there's a chocolate sauce as well, and sometimes I accidentally spill. Yes, oops, sometimes. I don't really eat red sauce, but it makes good stains, so there's that. But mustard does as well, and so sometimes we make messes. <clears throat> we go through life. Sinful nature. We, we forget what truth is. We, we listen to lies. It, it hurts us. We, we hurt other people. But church, there's forgiveness. We, we sometimes think, oh, I'm a really good cleaner. Amen. I can clean this. Yep. Yep. No, I can't. Okay. Okay. Well, we, we live in the 21st century, and we have bleach, and we have a, a washing machine, and we can, we can almost get that, whoop, we can almost get that clean. I don't know if you can tell from back there, but we threw bleach in there, we did OxyClean, we did the hard cycle, and there's still a nice yellow mustard stain in there. There's still some uh, chocolate there. Even in our best attempts to, to pray the hardest, even in our best attempts to, to do all the good deeds, to give all the money to missions, we, we, we still can't make ourselves clean. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, you are a new creation in Christ. He gives us a brand new shirt. He says, hey, you are pure. You are spotless. That is how I see you. There's, there's, there's nothing we can do to clean that up. The perspective that Jesus has for us is righteousness, peace, and joy. His kingdom is perfect peace. His kingdom is the fullness of joy overflowing with hope as sons and daughters that's our inheritance that's our that's our promises every one of us 100 i 100% believe that you have full access to overflowing with hope i 100% believe that for you 100% believe that you have access to perfect peace that doesn't mean hard times won't come that doesn't mean that i will get everything i ask for thank you jesus that doesn't mean that God will ever leave me. No, he will always be there. Regardless of circumstances, can I choose the promises of scripture? There's perfect peace for you. There's overflowing with hope. There's the fullness of joy.
I believe that because that's what the Bible looks like. We are not foreigners to what the world has to offer us. Sin, anxiety, depression. My prayer is, is that we aren't foreigners to what the Lord has to offer us. Righteousness, peace, and joy. When we walk in a sound mind, we get to walk in hope. When we walk in a sound mind, we get to walk in victory. Amen? You actually have to believe that that's a picture available for you. It's available for each and every one of us. And my prayer is that we can say, yes, Jesus, that's available for me. If you've tried super hard and if you're tired, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep saying, Jesus, I'm here. Jesus, I, I, I believe. He wants to continue to pour out his goodness on us. Help us to receive it. That part of the quote that haunts me, she had lost a sense of awe that was as natural as breathing for a childlike heart. Without the oxygen of praise, her hope had shriveled, hardened, and, died, and dried. We need the mystery of Jesus. Jesus is, is too, too big for us to understand. When we think we've got him figured out, when we say, oh, this is exactly what's going to happen, we've put him in a box and we've limited his ability to show up. It's okay for Jesus to be a mystery. When we, we, we need to be okay with that. That's what the, the awe looks like, the awe of God. What are you thankful for? Thankfulness at its root is true humility because thankfulness is realizing what we've been blessed with and what we've been given, realizing that it's all come from God. How do we fuel hope? By being thankful and by praising the Father speaking about his nature. Kevin kind of did that in his testimony when he said, hey, you part of the Red Seas. You, you uh, told Hezekiah he was going to die, but then he didn't. What, can we declare the nature of God, his faithfulness, his goodness, his power? Can we celebrate who he is and what he's done? Speaking it from our mouth. There's, a, there's, there's power in speaking it out. Writing it down, seeing it. What has he blessed you with? Who is he by his nature? We need soft hearts. We need to believe what the Bible says, not, not just be able to repeat it, not just to, to post it and say, hey, check this out, but we actually need to believe it. Can you believe that there's fullness of hope for you? Can you believe that there is perfect peace for you? Can you believe you're overflowing, radiating with hope? Oh, Jesus, yes. The truth of scriptures will transform your life when we believe them, when we open up our hearts and say, Jesus, have your way. Yes. I want us to, I, 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 I just, I really feel like if you can receive that, if you can picture that, you guys can, if we can go ahead and close our eyes, we're going to conclude in, in a prayer because I think the greatest thing is like, is the Lord speaking to you right now and the Lord revealing to you his truth. Jesus, thank you for your promises. Jesus, thank you for fullness of hope. Thank you for fullness of joy. Thank you for perfect peace and overflowing hope. Father, I pray that you speak to each and every one of us right now. Father, I pray that we get to say yes to you.
I thank you for your promises, and I pray that they will impact our lives, that they will impact our hearts, that they will impact our minds. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to invite Tanner to come up. If he got a total, uh, did you get a total? Or, well, yep, yeah, there we go. And he's he's going to conclude us. All right, uh, first of all, let's give it up for Zeb. Thank you for bringing the word this morning. Uh, like, that spoke to me. We have the opportunity to step into joy, to love, to, to peace. Like, we have the opportunity to walk in Jesus, and he brings us fullness of life. Like, that is so good. Amen? Amen. All right. Now, I know you're all trying to see if I'm going to be turned into a pizza today. Uh, we, first service, we raised $582. Uh, so... That means we've only got about 400 left to raise. I'll probably become a pizza. Uh, but it is such a cool thing that we, we actually get to uh, give to missionaries that we support. Like the kids had videos. We were sending videos back and forth with the Stovers, um, and we're impacting them and, and helping them along. And, like, that's such a powerful thing to teach our kids, right? So thank you for, for donating to that. Thank you for your support in VBS. It was an amazing week. And so uh, you guys have an amazing week. Walk in the fullness that God has for you. Walk in the joy and the peace and the hope that he gives this week and beyond. Like, choose to walk in that because it is freely available to us. Amen? All right, with that, you guys are dismissed. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed this week's sermon. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or if you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit our website at wnla.church.